What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kurt and Bob Show. He's Kurt. I'm Bob. We are we're having a lot of movement today on the NFL front. Um, today is, like Curtis has been mentioning, it's uh, the tampering period has begun. Nothing official until Wednesday, correct? Yep. So, uh, but man, we have had a lot going on. And we're going to kind of start things off with specifically uh, my Atlanta Falcons. Um, probably the biggest signing that you'll hear of all free agency, we have re-signed Bradley Pinion, our punter. <laughs> the punter. To a record deal. Not record. A record deal, but he's making three years, eight point something million. Um, so probably the most exciting thing that the Falcons have done. Just kidding. It's really not. We've done a whole lot. Um so, so I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much off the top what we got so far. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, not the most interesting thing, but uh, yeah, done a whole lot more. Curtis, what exactly. else? Uh, what else have the Atlanta Falcons been getting into? Yeah, so tell, the, me, tell me your opinions on some of their for sure. Yeah, so Falcons are definitely making some noise here. They did a tr- they they've done a trade with the Patriots for Jonu Smith. Uh, former Tennessee Titan tight end, which he is phenomenal, and then now a Patriot tight end, which he has been horrible in New England. Like, he he has not existed. I believe he's had 55 catches and a touchdown, I heard or saw, um, on the Patriots. So he's just been an absolute non-factor. I'm excited for that signing or for that trade because, number one, Falcons just give up a seventh-round pick for a tight end who you – like. Everyone forgets how good like Jonu Smith used to be, like tight end two or three in fantasy. Like he was phenomenal on the Titans, uh, just a couple of years ago. You know he's only twenty seven years old, still two at the tight end position. You know he can definitely play for a long time. Uh, so while it doesn't seem flashy up front, I definitely think that could bode well and maybe help take a little pressure off Kyle Pitts as well. So now you've got Jonu Smith, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London. Right, you've got ample opportunity to draft a receiver uh in this upcoming draft or maybe even pick a free agent receiver up here in the next couple days who knows uh, lots of names still left on the board there uh so i kind of i kind of like the johnny smith and then on top of that uh they extended chris lindstrom uh for five years so he was i believe falcons best guard if correct me if i'm wrong but yes. yeah he's he was he's one of the very good best pieces on that offensive line so huge to see them uh go forward with him as well as signing david on who phenomenal defensive tackle so that's gonna help uh you know get a guy beside arnold epichetti who had a great rookie year last year uh now he's got some veteran presence right beside him so falcons are they look to be building that stock up they're making investments they're going for this going forward with this team and and it's going to be uh really really interesting to to see what they keep uh doing here how would you rate their free agency so far bob we are still so early into it but lots going on yeah I like where we're headed for sure. Um, Anyamata was on the Saints. Like, they had a very good defense when he was mm-hmm. on the Saints. But also, he was in a mix of a bunch of other names who are some higher-profile names. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see what it's like when he comes into a defense with no help, basically. Um, he's probably going to be that yep. guy. Um, and we'll see how he handles that because, realistically, I, I mean – like I said, it, it was he was kind of one of the bigger name, mm-hmm. like w- one of the bigger defensive names out there. Um, and 
at the very least, we're taking him away from our division rival, which is fine by me. Um, so I do like the move. Uh, it's it's a decent chunk of change, and uh, so we'll see how this fares. Obviously, we'll see how he does as the main guy um, because he doesn't have a whole lot of help on this Atlanta defense. For sure. Um, so he's going to be he's going to have to prove himself a little bit here um, and show that you know he's worth that the money that we gave him. But um, that's my opinion on that. I think I think it's a good signing. But um, like I said, he got he kind of got mixed or he got a little lost in the deck of cards that was the the good Saints defense. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it pans out there. But you know, block brick by brick, they they'll keep building it up there. So Falcons looking. Like they they're they're active at least right they're not just sitting on their on the I remember the Colts last off season with so much cash and they just sat and did nothing for days and I remember watching Pat McAfee's show and there you know he's a former Colt so definitely a Colts fan and he's you know losing his mind like what are we doing we got a hundred mil and we're not touching anybody and you know we saw what happened to the Colts this year because of that so you do love to see some good activity there uh, from Atlanta. And yeah, we're gonna see how they keep building. I guess the next piece I'm gonna jump into, which actually, as of hitting the record button, just broke here. Um, the Chiefs are signing offensive tackle Jawan Taylor, who was with the Jaguars this past past season. Very, very good uh, pass blocker. Not as great on the run block, but that's uh, you know that's okay for the Chiefs. And so they're signing four year, eighty million dollars. And you know the big, I think the bigger news that comes from the Chiefs signing Jawan Taylor here is that means Orlando Brown is officially a free agent. It was reported last week by you know we were talking about it. Uh, it was reported last week that he was going to be a free agent. The Chiefs were not going to use their franchise tag on Orlando Brown, and they were going to move into free agency, hoping that the two of them could come to a deal because they did want to. Um, they did want to work with each other. You know, we saw Deron Payne earlier this week or earlier last week. He got hit with the franchise tag, but he was actually able to negotiate a new deal as of yesterday for you know four year ninety mil. So I think that's what the Chiefs were hoping is that hey, uh, let's let him touch free agency for a second but we'll bring him on back but it looks like Jawan Taylor is the Chiefs guy moving forward here and Orlando Brown I, I think is the the biggest name uh out there at this point like that's that that is a very <laughs> very good offensive tackle sitting out there uh, at 26 years old too still very young he has a Super Bowl ring now he, you know, he was a huge reason uh, why the Chiefs made such a pivot, uh, you know, from the Tampa Super Bowl to this past year. So, you know, what, what do you what do you think with with all this offensive line movement? We've seen a lots of offensive line going today. That seems to be the hot topic off the off the start here. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm on. I'm getting some. Uh, you know, Colin has been texting me. Oh. Shout out, Colin. I'm calling. You know. He's been texting me about these updates and stuff like that, calling them notifications today. Beautiful. Um, instead of notifications. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been getting some notifications, and uh, man, it's been a lot of um, offensive line. I, did you mention Andrew Wiley? So I was a little bit. I, I didn't do Andrew Wiley, but yeah, that's okay. another huge offensive another, line yeah. move there too. So, yeah. Yeah, and on the Chiefs, you were just talking about the Chiefs, so the yep. losing Andrew Wiley as well. Um, looking to lose Andrew Wiley. Obviously, like you said, it's yeah. not completely done. Um, 
but it's looking like he's going to sign a three-year, $24 million deal with the Washington Commanders. Um, mm-hmm. So Chiefs are, you know, losing some losing some guys here. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of it, you know, Jawan Taylor, um, I mean, like you said, Andrew Wiley. Um, trying to think of who else. Oh, McGlinchey as well for the 49ers. Yep. 49ers lose uh, their, I would say, their best tackle, McGlinchey, and – or no, that's a lie, Trent Williams. But uh, McGlinchey, phenomenal. <laughs> and yep. he's going to the Denver Broncos, as well as free agent guard from the Ravens, uh, Ben Powers, also going to the Broncos, yep. which I believe we talked about him last week. Um, so Broncos, they're they're bolstering up that offensive line. They didn't like what they saw last year, and that being Russell Wilson just lying on the ground most of the time because it was just a free rush to him. Uh, so Sean Payton is, you know, making some veteran coaching moves here and going right for the offensive line, right? And yeah, and these guys aren't cheap either. Like oh yeah, ben Powers four They're year, fifty-two up. million dollar deal. <laughs> I mean, it, it's two twenty-eight point five million dollars guaranteed. Like yep. these guys are not cheap. And then McGlinchey, I don't know the exact details of his. Contract, yeah, his are not out is, yet, but he'll be. Yeah, he's big. But he's big. All yeah. it is, is like you mentioned, help. For Russell Wilson, just keeping him off the turf, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's what they need, really. Um, so yeah, definitely. That's it's huge. And man, I'm really curious to see where Orlando Brown's going to go. Do the Falcons need tackle help? I mean, they can afford Orlando Brown if they if they wanted to. <laughs> I mean, I don't think. I think we need. They have bigger problems. You think than? Yeah, yeah. I think bigger problems. Fair. I mean, we're we're fixing you know we're fixing up our defense a little bit. I think we need help in the secondary. I really do. I yeah. think that there's a lot that we can do um, back there as well. Um, and I think, I mean, speaking of secondary, we want to talk about oh, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, we yeah man, free agencies made me like lose all thinking. So you know, we actually had two big trades over the weekend that. We'll we'll hit we'll hit these we'll hit these trades here. Uh, let some of this free agent news build up some more because we've got a couple other things to talk about here for sure. But there were two big trades this weekend. The Dolphins absolutely fleeced the Rams. Uh, traded a third round pick and a tight end Hunter Long, who I know we drafted out of Boston College. He's caught one pass like just has never fit the scheme. If there was any year for him to be good, it was last year when Gasicki was struggling and he. Hunter Long was nowhere to be found, so that tells me the coaches are over it. So a third-round pick and a tight end that no one at home has heard of for Jalen Ramsey, cornerback, uh, star quarterback, who, you know, I've definitely clowned on him a bit because last year of that whole I'm him thing, and then he went on to be kind of bad. But the Rams seemed like just a mess overall last year. There was nothing going the right way for them. So I'm going to mentally wave wave the, you know, rougher year that Jalen Ramsey had and just be excited because not only that you know the Rams lost their second best corner in free agency last year so then it was really Jalen Ramsey on an island um now you've got Jalen Ramsey with Xavier and Howard right next to him and not to mention you know the two undrafted free agents uh rookies that we had Cater Kohu uh, and Keon Crossan who played phenomenal football last year as undrafted guys so this is a stacked DB room uh I'm really excited looking forward to it i was thinking 
the Dolphins were when I was seeing the news that Dolphins were going to quote make a move I thought it might be for Jordan Poyer the Bills uh, safety because he had been tweeting a lot about Miami 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 and the Bills and him are not reaching an agreement so who knows maybe that still happens but I think this was the big move that people were alluding to because I mean, Jalen Ramsey in a Dolphins uniform. Hey, sounds sounds great to me. Get him and Xavier Howard across from each other. You yeah. you can't you can't escape. You can't put Stephon Diggs away from Xavier Howard anymore. You can't put you know Justin Jefferson. Oh, we don't we don't want Ramsey on him. Let's put him on Howard. You know, it's a lose lose for offensive coordinators on the other team. So, I'm really really excited for that move. Uh, absolutely ginormous. What do you think about the value, Bob? Would you agree? You think they got fleece there on the uh, <laughs> on the value? Yeah, I mean, I would have given up a third-round pick for Jalen Ramsey. I yeah. Mean, it's It seems like a no-brainer. And even if he isn't like he – how he used to be, I mean, he's a headache just to, like – just to drop up with. Like, yeah. He just yeah, – so much <laughs> drama, honestly. Oh, yeah. It may not be worth it. But, like, I mean, for the for the value, it's definitely – in. like I said, even if he doesn't return to his former glory, it's still, in my opinion, worth a third-round, you know, yeah. draft pick. It's not – you know, and he's and he's a veteran. If you're the, he's if a veteran you're the for the young guys to learn from. Yeah, and you've got a little bit of capital to work with, so mm-hmm. I'd say it's uh it's definitely worth it, in yep. my opinion. Definitely he's a veteran guy, so yeah, so Dolphins were nice there. They did they signed QB Mike White this afternoon, just a sidebar. I mean that's okay, you know, so backup quarterback mm-hmm. taken care of and they did pick up Tua's fifth year option last week after yes. presumably not it didn't look like they were going to pick it up and then they just kinda of picked it up out of the blue. So I would definitely say the Dolphins at this point are all in with a Bradley Chubb, Jalen Phillips, you know, Christian Wilkins defensive line. You've got Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey now, along with, you know, Javon Holland and Brandon Jones as your safeties. Like it's, it's a, you know, shout out to Jerome Baker as well. uh, Probably the best linebacker on the team. So I'm very excited heading forward with Vic Fangio being the head of that unit. Uh, That could be a really scary defense, really high potential there. Uh, we're not going to be doing the sellout blitzes every down anymore now that we've transitioned defensive coordinators. So uh, it could it could be really scary there. And the other the last trade we'll get to here before popping back to free agency is the Bears. We this happened I think two or no this happened just this weekend. Uh, it was while I was in California there. So it's um, the Bears number one overall pick. They traded that to the Panthers. Panthers are now picking number one overall, and here's the haul that the Bears got. The Bears got DJ Moore from Carolina, who, Bob, you know, I know you're not a huge DJ Moore fan, but now I they've got. Great for the Bears. Yeah, I, I think opinion. it's. But I'll let you. I'll yeah. let you run through it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good for them. Um, so DJ Moore, so they pick swap. They Bears go to nine this year. They get DJ Moore as well, and then they get a second rounder in 2024 and a second rounder in 2025. So, really interesting to me that they didn't get anything for this year's draft. Like they they basically just got DJ Moore and went back eight picks for this year. Uh, Bears are definitely you know have been pretty active in free agency today. Uh, so we'll pivot to the Bears after this discussion here because it'll you know open it up nice and. You know what do you what do you think about the trade there, Bob? I think they got some great value to just go down uh, eight picks, but I was a little surprised to see no picks this year. Do you think that maybe means they don't love the top of this draft, or what? What do you think it could mean there? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's definitely beneficial for the Bears because they have so much money that they can spend. Yeah. in free agency, like 
you don't necessarily need I mean, you need guys right now. But like, you can go out and buy them. You don't need the draft capital like this season exactly. You need. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be nice to have, obviously, but I think, geez, with what you're getting with DJ Moore, you got you got a receiver, kind of. I would argue potentially, your. I mean, he's going to be your main guy. Is he? Worthy it's going to be a, yeah. a wide receiver one. That's questionable. He. I mean, he has been in the past. He's mm-hmm. he's a good receiver, but is he that guy? We'll see, I guess. We'll see with how he fares with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, he's been playing for the Panthers, and it, uh, honestly, they cannot exist in offense. Yeah. So we'll see what he can do with the Bears. Um, they've got a lot more to work on, but they've got, like you talked about, a lot of uh, money in free agency. And, you know, did you say we're moving to the Bears after this? I don't yeah. Want to oh, yeah, there. for sure. We'll hit the – yeah, go ahead. We'll, okay, because we'll I, yeah. I wanted to mention, you know, the Bears are – they signed TJ Edwards, the um, um, is a DB for for the, or linebacker for the Eagles, yeah. But he's like a coverage, yeah, coverage, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's you know he's heading to the Bears. Apparently, pretty big pickup, like we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah, I mean, just another guy for the Bears to kind of. I mean, you know, Bears lost. Roquan Smith. Yeah, they're to, they're they're bleeding on the defensive yeah, side of the ball. Try, try to fill in some holes there. Not to mention Edwards, a, an Eagles guy. They also lost Javon Hargrave. Yeah, the Eagles are now bleeding. Yeah, they're, bad. They're bleeding out. But um, yeah, that's a little bit off topic with the Eagles. But go ahead and oh, for sure. You know, yeah, talk about some of these no, it's, Bears. It's good. Yeah, the Bears are they're making the moves they need to make really because they just. The holes are all over their defense uh, as well as offensive line. I will touch on on what you were saying too about DJ Moore being the number one, and that will be really interesting because I would agree. I think he will be the number one here, and it's it'll be it's going to be him and Claypool, right? And I feel like him and Chase Claypool are two very similar uh, receivers in the sense of they were both very highly drafted. They've both had some great flashes on the football field, but neither of them are really proven and maybe were hindered a bit by their previous teams, right? So this really is a fresh start uh, coming into this year for both Claypool and DJ Moore to really make a name for themselves here. Uh, they were drafted very closely uh, year-wise, so it's it's going to be very interesting to see how they you know work together there and how they make their, like I said, make a name for themselves on the Bears because this Bears team is building uh, the Bears, unfortunately, they were in the race for Mike McGlinchey as well from the 49ers, did lose out to the Broncos on that one. Uh, but yeah, like like you just said, TJ Edwards, uh, linebacker, but you know, a coverage linebacker, off the ball guy. So that is, you know, of high value. That's what Roquan, you know, Roquan is always going to be your, you know, your guy who you might bring him on a blitz here and there. Uh, but really, he's, he's out there for the run stoppage and coverage. And that's, you know, TJ Edwards is looking to fill that hole. It does, it, it always makes me wonder. It's, you know, when you come from an elite defense, and every guy goes individually to a different team. You're going to see what guys made that defense and what guys maybe benefited, you know, had their weaknesses covered up a bit by that defense. So I'm interested to see, you know, with Hargrave, with TJ Edwards, which with what soon will be, uh, you know, James Bradbury, and a few other Eagles as well. Uh, we'll see if Fletcher Cox continues uh, his career. Uh, there's still, you know, lots on the horizon for the bears here but you know two big signings for them early today getting themselves their starting linebacker 
and you know having DJ Moore now, which which will be getting on a on a fresh deal here. So lots lots of movement for you know what we expected, right? For the Falcons and the Bears, both you know are being players early on here, but they're also you know it feels like everyone's waiting to feel out this market. Do the are the Bears you know front runners for Orlando Brown now, especially that seeing that they were. Uh, looking at Mike McGlinchey and lost out on that, as well as you know Jawan Taylor, who's now gone to the Chiefs. It it seems very reasonable to me for Orlando Brown to go to the Bears as they have the cash for him and they need him. Quite frankly, uh, Bears. Yeah, we we've said it a hundred times on this podcast. Bears have got a lot of things to correct, so uh, they're definitely building for the building for the future here. And I think that's where a lot of the you know the second round picks for the next two years come in. Is the Bears know they're not winning a Super Bowl next year, but I think it's or I think it's good to keep building as they are uh, and getting these franchise players under their their tag there. So be, be very interesting. And uh, with that, I'll give you the I'll give you the fresh QB news here, Bob. What do you think about Jimmy Garoppolo, three-year, $67 million deal to the Raiders, so Jimmy G to the Raiders, only $34 million guaranteed, though. What What do you What do you think about the Jimmy G's fit with the Raiders organization here? I think it is... I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I think... Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not. It's not necessarily a downgrade from Derek Carr I think it potentially potentially I think that Derek Carr has a higher ceiling in my opinion sure then I'd agree than Jimmy Garoppolo however Jimmy Garoppolo has proven himself over the years mm-hmm. so I think for the Raiders it may be an upgrade because I think Derek Carr and the Raiders had kind of plateaued at where they were at where they were mm-hmm. so I don't think I think it's good for the Raiders could be good for Jimmy G he got his money three years not fully guaranteed, obviously, yeah. but a decent chunk of change, and I don't think that they overpaid. I think it's semi-reasonable for what Jimmy G has proven. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see. You saw the, the 49ers kind of were going to maybe ride with Brock Purdy. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, so. It makes their, yeah, we – Makes their situation interesting, you know. Now they're now they're full on Trey Lance or Brock Purdy. That's right. going to be the story all June and July. And Brock Purdy's, you know, s- surgery was successful last week, but you know it's going to be about, I believe I read five to six months of downtime for him. So that's the whole off season. You know, that's you know, bru- so it's it's only safe to assume week one. Trey Lance will be the starter, no questions asked, just because he's going to have a full off season under his belt versus Brock Purdy, who's going to be you know rusty coming off uh, that elbow surgery. So it's you know it is it is Trey Lance time. He is we're rebooting the Trey Lance career <laughs> coming twenty twenty three here. He got a rough uh, start at it last year, you know, getting injured at, right at the start of week two. So you know this is his true rookie year, I guess. His rookie year campaign will be. Uh, 2023 here so it's going to be interesting but one thing i do want to touch on as well with the jimmy g contract it feels very non-committal right it's 67 million dollar deal 34 guaranteed that tells me that there's a lot number one a lot of incentive incentives built into the contract number two 
you know, it's only a three-year deal. So the Raiders don't have, they're not selling out for this, right? Like if, if this doesn't work, worst case, they get a quarterback in next year's draft, which looks to be a very stacked class. You know, we're still a year away from that one. So a lot could change, but you know, it's, it's very interesting to see. And, And it's a bit telling as well as the Raiders, they picked, uh, they pick eighth in this draft, I believe. And that to me, tells me that they don't think a guy is going to be their seventh sorry they pick seventh in this draft so they don't trust this qb class and i think that that speaks volumes there because of all the hype we're getting around anthony richardson will levis and all this you know that tells me the raiders are like eh at seven you know bryce young and stroud are definitely going to be gone don't love the alternatives so let's just go out there and get jimmy g who you know is a very it's a reliable band-aid we'll say a, re- a very reliable band-aid uh that they can put on the situation uh and who knows maybe maybe i'm wrong and i get egg on my face and they draft a rookie to put under jimmy g right and use him as kind of a bridge quarterback so lots lots to be held uh here this free agency is you know very telling at what some of these teams are thinking about this upcoming draft and it's only it's only making the upcoming draft so much more exciting because there's there's going to be a lot of movement uh, in the top ten of this draft. There already has been, right? We've already got the Bears trading down from one to nine. So uh, the draft is slowly, slowly approaching. But uh, this you know free agency is telling us a lot about it as we go on here. And you know we've we've got some uh, some retired. You know we thought Jason Kelsey, right? He was retiring. He has announced that he's back um we've got Devin McCourty he is retired so some veterans as well lost in the in the scrum here what do you think about Calais Campbell the Ravens actually released Calais Campbell today as a cap casualty they're calling it but he's definitely towards the end of his career could you see him picking up a one-year two-year deal or do you think it might be curtains for Calais Campbell as well yeah I think I don't know he's kind of been winded I mean, down he's, he's yeah what'd you say he's been winded down a bit I feel yeah like yeah it's not yeah it, i don't know I, it, it would be tough to tough to tell i think he could probably play he could find a, a spot somewhere else um i mean it makes sense for the ravens i, I think they're yeah. trying to it shocks me I, that I they're trying to rid of save them. money for lamar i don't i mean i, I don't know what they're yeah. trying to do but Oh yeah, Lamar's Lamar and Rodgers are still like as much as going on in free agency, Lamar and Rodgers are still the question marks here, right? Like Lamar is not allowed to do any negotiating until Wednesday, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the pod here. So Lamar's kind of, you know, the Ravens hands are tight. Like how do you operate as the Ravens <laughs> in free agency when you don't you know, it feels it feels like Lamar and and Rodgers both are you know causing some troubles for you know the Ray, the Ravens the Jets and the Packers respectively cuz all three of those teams i just mentioned they're kind of waiting to see you know are are we going to have to pay this guy are we you know what what, what are we getting here uh it's it's just you know these QBs are really clogging up the the free agency movement for for those three teams. So it's really interesting. And you know now you're losing Ben Powers on the Ravens as well. Um, not to mention Marcus Peters is a free agent this year. You know a phenomenal DB uh, for the Ravens. He has been for years. So it's 
are, are the you think the, are the Ravens crumbling a little bit? It it feels like there there's starting to be some cracks in the foundation here. And Lamar, it, I mean, if a deal was going to get done with the Ravens after two years now, I feel like it would have got done by now. You know what I mean? So it's it's really what do you think about the state of the Ravens right now? I I'm kind of anxious for them. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I think I don't know because you know they. they like we're talking about Calais Campbell, they're, I believe that they're hoping for a reunion with Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're looking at cap casualty, like you mentioned. Yeah. So probably want to pay him less money. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's due only like $6 million so in, in like this upcoming season. So I'm like, what's $6 million? Yeah, $6 exactly. Million Lamar. I exactly. Don't know. It's a confusing situation. So I'm wondering, <laughs> exactly. I'm wondering where... I mean, it's just tough because Lamar, if you want a fully guaranteed contract, like, dude is going to have to also take a pay cut. Like, plain and simple, there's no way you can get a fully guaranteed contract. And because you're causing so much turmoil in your organization, you're seeing, you know, I mean, you you lost one of your, you lost Ben Powers, a man who protects you. Like, and is huge are, in their run game. Like he, yeah. yeah. Like it's they're are, they're bleeding a bit here. They are, and and this is going to look. I mean, it seems like they're all in on Lamar, and it's not really working out for them. And then mm-hmm. they're going to be left with nothing. That's see, what that's what I'm feeling in my gut too. Is you know all all this is going on and poof. The Ravens might could the, there is no plan B for for the Ravens like you know Josh Johnson went to the went to the Niners as we saw right he's the, the third string there so they lost their their back you know they've got Huntley still I believe right Tyler Huntley like do you I mean we as of right now week one it is looking like Tyler Huntley is going to be your starting quarterback in Baltimore I I just cannot see like this situation with Lamar and the Ravens getting mended, you know, there's so much coach speak on the situation. Every time Harbaugh and their GM get up to the podium, it's, oh, Lamar, Lamar, we love Lamar, we love Lamar. We lo-. It's like, well, nothing's happening. So clearly something's going on and there's absolutely no noise out of Lamar's camp, right? So, you know, there's always subtle little moves. I remember last off season, he was liking pictures of him edited in a Dolphins uniform. Like I still remember that being, oh, Lamar to Miami, is that is that happening? Like it's, you know, there's there's always very subtle hints here. But you know, the Ravens, they're like you said, they're they're you know six million in the NFL for you know a phenomenal defensive tackle. While he may be old, you know, that's pinching pennies, right? There's a lot of teams out there who would gladly, you know, have Calais Campbell on their team for, for $6 million. You know, not to mention they're losing another veteran that they had on their defense last offseason being Justin Houston. And he was only about a vet minimum, I believe, of, of $4 million, And it doesn't look like they're making any moves with him as of yet either. So I'm I'm right there with you. I, I think that's – it's good commentary to say, like, hey – are the Ravens, you know, they're, they could be just left, you know, with absolutely nothing, especially if Lamar, you know, goes around marketing himself start Wednesday and who knows, maybe he does find a deal, right? We just saw the bears go from the number one pick to the ninth overall pick for, you know, a first for a first rounder, a player and two and two seconds, right? 
So you're telling me a team out there won't put two first rounders for Lamar, like himself? That's, you know, the value that was just put in the number one overall pick has kind of set that market now with the Bears and Panthers trade. And you've got teams that they, I mean, they could they could make a deal for, for Lamar if he really hits this market. So he's still a big domino to fall. And then, you know, you see the Packers and Jets both sitting on their hands as well. Uh, they are, you know, Packers, I'm, it, it sounds like are very content to move on with Jordan Love. The Jets fans are, you know, just hitting the the refresh button today. Just refresh, 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 you know, free agency, free it. What's happening? Where's Rodgers? Where's Rodgers? Because um, Rodgers, I mean, it's, he said he was going to make this decision before free agency, but we still got nothing out of his, his camp. So uh, the Jets could be left in a similar scenario as the Ravens, I think. What if Rodgers comes out there and says, hey, guys, I'm retiring. Sorry. I'm not taking any deal. What what happens then, right? Like, what do what do you yeah. think of this Rogers situation? It's yeah. Apparently, this is what I've been hearing is that it's done in principle. Like the the deal is done in principle for him to go to the Jets, but like I haven't really heard that from any like super reliable sources. Yeah. So I'm not gonna take some random dude's word for it. <laughs> um, you know, this wasn't like it was a. a Notification or anything yeah. like that. So, um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like it sounds like he could go to the Jets, but I say that with like fifty one percent certainty. Exactly, forty nine percent is like you know you can divvy it up however you want between returning to Green Bay and retiring. Um, but man, yeah, I just. Oh man, it's just a. If I was a, I would be nervous if I am Green Bay and, um, and the, you know the Jets because yeah, the worst case scenario for both of those teams is that he just decides to retire and both teams just walk out empty-handed. Yeah, because yeah, like, exactly. Because there's a huge benefit to the to Rogers going to the Jets because it wouldn't be free agency. The Packers would be getting comp like it would be a trade, an official trade. We they'd have you know Rogers contract off their books, so they you know all of a sudden have fifty million open up right because he's due yeah. he's due fifty million this coming season. So that's huge for the Packers on top of, you know, draft compensation the Packers are going to get from a Jets team that finished, you know, in the middle of the league about. So, you know, those are some good picks, rounds one through seven, uh, if they choose to go with, you know, compensation for this year. Uh, who knows if there could be a player involved for the Packers. You know, both the, the Packers and the Jets really are they're just they're just uh casualties Darren Rodgers here they <laughs> they cannot do anything and Rodgers decision plays such a big part for both teams it's it's going to be really interesting um to see what happens I hate that we have an episode still with Lamar and Rodgers up in limbo hopefully yeah, hopefully like next week yeah <laughs> seriously hopefully next week you know they're they're on their way uh because you know it is the off season so there really isn't much to talk about other than these guys i think after this week uh you know after we'll cap off free agency you know maybe later this week or start of next week and then it's draft time then it is then it is our our time to shine here with you know draft research and going through everything there so 
the future is bright for the pod because we're going to be getting away from the, you know, constant talk of Rodgers and Lamar. And at that point, once we get into the draft, we'll just let you guys know when it happens because the speculation is just going, you know, it's driving people mad. I'm watching, I was watching NFL, uh, you know, free agency tracker this morning and, you know, there's deals going on in the background, but every five minutes they're like, okay, but Rodgers, do we know anything? <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's, it's brutal out there. Everyone is, is waiting and waiting and waiting for Rodgers to make this decision. It's going to be on the headline of every TV for the next couple days. And it's really going to come down to, hey, Aaron, do you want to play? Because if you want to play, you got $50 million, you know, ready for you. Maybe he works something out with the Jets to, to make that cap hit a little smaller. Or does he want to retire and just say, hey, I've had a great, you know, however many 16, 17-year career at this point. I'm I'm good to kind of ride out here. This is getting a lot for me. You know, let's head out because I'm I'm bummed that he's not going to get another year with that receiver group that developed so well under him last uh, off season. You know, he was very vocal at criticizing them early in the season, and then he was very vocal in praising them later in the season when Dobbs and Christian Watson's got it. So I hate to see I hate to see that. I was really hoping that would come back, but it's. It is not looking like he's going back to the Packers. Obviously, this could all change on a dime. It's Rodgers, but I mean that's that's really all all there all there is to it. Any other free agents you wanna wanna hit here, Bob? Or I feel like we yeah. covered all the the big. big I think ones, two more yeah. topics okay. I want to hit just briefly would be Austin Eckler did request a trade. Oh, um, true. Yeah, it's kind of old news at this point. It's like three yeah. or four hours old at this True. point. True, I totally forgot because um, they haven't granted him permission, I think, right? Granted him yeah. permission, yes. He didn't – I don't think he formally requested a trade. I think he's more just like talking to teams. Permission to seek a trade, yeah, is what yeah. – that's what I'm reading. Yeah, so re- yeah. permission to seek – that came out of the blue sky. Like, it what, really did. Like, yeah. I guess the Chargers just don't want to pay him, but – you kind of gotta pay him if you're trying, if you're trying to win now. So. You can't lose him. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be an interesting situation to navigate. Obviously, nothing on that front right now. Yep. So we'll kind of put a pin in that one and see if you know what turns up next mm-hmm. week. Um, hopefully, maybe we'll have a little bit more insight on that. And then another thing. I mean, you mentioned you mentioned his name last week. Sterling Shepard uh, signed oh, another yes. one-year deal with the Giants. For I a hate it. measly like one million dollars, one year, one mil. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. It could be. We'll see. Could be a real value signing at one million dollars. It um, it could be. He's had good years in the past, but yeah. man, like it's it's in the past, right? And you know, he's 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 thirty. It's been a couple he's seasons slower. now of yeah, not you know not great you know it's three straight seasons he's under 700 yards receiving and under four touchdowns caught so it's like man the giants are really just like please we need someone at wide receiver because they are struggling so i really hope for the giants sake that they're hitting the wide receiver market uh right now as there are a couple good like i would call you know number two possible number one options out there as well as doing the research coming into the draft because there's definitely a lot of guys you know the giants are going to be picking 25th in the first round so absolutely you're still going to have your jalen hyatt there probably you should still have your jordan addison who knows maybe quentin johnston slips just due to the fact that there's going to be so much craziness at the top of the draft for you know some of these top quarterbacks and defensive prospects so it'll be really interesting to see. I hope for the Giants' sake they go receiver. 
because uh, yeah, Sterling Shepard. Uh, that's it. Doesn't I don't love it, but you know it is what it is. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's. Just, I mean, when you're paying Daniel Jones that much money, I wonder. You know, I wonder if that was. That's true. I wonder if Daniel Jones really likes Sterling Shepard. And he's like, if you're gonna pay Danny Dimes that much money, <laughs> you might as well throw another million dollars in in for in the mix. Oh yeah, so bring us another million back. dollars to you know forty mil. Yeah. So exactly, um, it's it's you know I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what's going on in the Giants with the with the Giants, but uh, yeah, something to think about because it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem smart for the Giants, but. We'll They're see. just yeah, just keeping someone. It just goes to show, I guess, how worried they are about their receiver depth because of what happened yes. last year. Like they're they're yes. just they are they're terrified because <laughs> I guess last year, uh, by the time they were playing the Eagles, they they didn't have anybody left. You know, it's it's it was tough out there for the for Giants fans and you know just seeing uh, their rookie Wandale Robinson go down. I believe Richie James became their number one too, and he eventually yeah. went down, like. They were they were grasping at straws, so it's it's big for them. And then, you know, last last piece we'll end on here. We'll get the final. What do you think about the Baker Mayfield possibility I to Tampa? I had to. I, oh, I totally forgot because I, I was first thing this morning too with Baker Mayfield. Apparently, apparently, in talks with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nothing official or you know said yet, and that was earlier this this morning. So. Uh yeah, what it what do you think about Baker's fit in Tampa? I mean, what else do they have? It's either Blaine yep. Gabbert or Kyle Trask that you're yep. going to be busting out there. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I think I would rather have Baker Mayfield if the money's right. I'm not going to go pay him. Uh, like, I'm I probably wouldn't pay Baker Mayfield upwards of fifteen mil. Like I think I'd rather have yeah. Blaine Gabbert. He's got to prove himself game. for sure. He's yeah. he's got to prove. And you know, credit to him with the Rams. He well, had a couple good games, but that's that's yeah. you know that's at the end of the season. People already wrote the Rams off. It's now he's going to be like, going into expectationville, right? Like he's going to have Chris Evans or Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, you know, he's going to have weapons. Weapon. He's going to have yes. so there's going to be expectation on his head again, just like back in Cleveland. So. I'm I'm interested. If you see, but if if you kind of, I mean, I don't think you can really compare him to Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy G has had more success than him. But yeah. if you look at Jimmy G's contract and you're like, I, I kind of think of Jimmy G and and Baker is kind of like, not the same guys, but like, I kind of same see them market, as same market, same market, I guess. Yeah, 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 like, you know, a guy who you'll send out there. But that's even that honestly, that kind of feels disrespectful to jimmy g because i mean you look at baker and how he was struggled with the panthers last season and yeah sam his, darnold his resume and, is rough the last couple of yeah, years he's, he's got, got a really, really bad yeah and who knows baker's got a chip on his shoulder again right maybe <laughs> maybe that helps him out i haven't heard from him in a while so that's, that's yeah nice. he's been yeah exactly he's not you know mouthing off of the media anymore so maybe he yeah. has been humbled um by his experience in carolina and hey tampa oh boo-hoo i've got to go play with really great receivers a solid offensive line and a you know possibly you know great rookie running back with rashad white you know rashad white's looking to be their number one next year seeing that leonard fournette who surprisingly 
we've heard no running back you know news at all uh david montgomery miles sanders leonard fournette there's been crickets for all the running backs in this early part of free agency here so we'll definitely be covering where those guys go next week but uh yeah there could be worse places for baker to go that's what, what i'll say is especially in a wide open division you know we talked about it last week how open the nfc south is going to be it's going to be a dog fight in that division because there are four teams playing with pretty similar rosters and you know all four teams have something to prove next year as you know none of them proved anything at all this year brady put out his last breath out there uh, (laughs) in the playoff game against the cowboys that they got crushed in so nfc south is wide open i just got a a shoot for colin Sounds like it is official Rodgers to the Jets. Really? Yeah. Let's, let's, really? Uh, oh, my gosh. It sounds like he said he literally just texted me. He said, okay, but actually Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, um, yep. I'm seeing it now here too. Okay. Hearing Rodgers to the Jets is done. History about to repeat itself between New York and Green Bay. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. Is this is this own God, as the kids would say? Who knows when we'll actually get the compensation value of this? Dang it! Now I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Uh, Cam Sutton, cornerback. Cam Sutton from the Steelers. He's going to the Lions. Uh, that's a you know great pickup for a struggling secondary in Detroit. Uh, trying to buy some time here to see if we can get these Rodgers details. <laughs> yeah, the Jets uh, also made another move, I think. Um, let me... Uh, I got I got Our source, Colin, who will be on the show soon. Yeah, Garrett Wilson just tweeted out, I can finally enjoy my vacation now. So, looks like the people inside the buildings know the, know the news. Damn it, man! Well, I mean, Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard can... They'll, they'll have their way with A-Rod, bro. We won't get past them. Tight end Josh Oliver going to the Vikings. Three-year, $21 million deal. Uh, once again, just trying to buy some time here. Yeah. Bengals are re-signing oh, okay. the That's good. Across from TJ Hawkinson. Three-year, $21 million deal. Let's see. Connor McGovern to the Bills. I'd say he's the Cowboys' best guard, and the Bills have picked him up. The Bills definitely need some help in that uh, in that department. Three-year, $23 million deal. Uh, so Bills are bolstering up the O-line a bit. And I believe they uh, I believe they reworked Naheem Hines' contract too. So Naheem Hines, after getting traded midseason, officially a Buffalo Bill now. How do you, how do you like having Naheem Hines back there, Bob? Yeah, I think uh, – I definitely think it's – it's quality. I think it's a quality it guy back there, especially special teams. I think that's where that's where he really gets his value from. Yep. So, um, I mean, he even proved it, man, when he was – I mean, he returned like two kickoffs or two punts or something like that. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like I like Hines. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, the, these Bills have been – they've been doing some stuff too, you know. They got um, – they signed Matt Milano to a I think a three year extension as well. Oh they did. Okay. Jordan Poyer still yeah, which I love. Yeah. I love Milano. Jordan Poyer still up in the air. Um I would love to have him back in a uh in a Bills uniform because I really do like him. Yeah. But uh obviously he's probably gonna command a little bit of money. We'll see uh we'll see what we do though. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um but yeah I'm 
just what are you thinking about the silence on so oh huge huge one that we missed here too adam thielen got released over the weekend adam adam thielen he was he was like fantasy receiver and nfl receiver number one back in you know 2020 and he has been very solid the last two years obviously justin jefferson takes most of the most of the cake there but you know adam thielen 32 years old we've got we've got a lot of receivers on the block here as well as what do you think here this is this is the best one to go where do you see what's your top team your best fit for wide receiver odell beckham jr who held workouts this weekend and is apparently in talks with multiple teams how do you feel about obj uh, 30 years old, coming off the long ACL injury, uh, but he is officially back now. Where could you see him fitting in the best? I think we talked about this a little bit on our offensive episode. Mm-hmm. It would probably be Cowboys. That would be my that yeah. would be my bet. Is I could see him back, not back, but in a Cowboys uniform after years of hearing rumors about that. Seriously, he's been him. rumored to go there since he was getting drafted. Like it's yeah. <laughs> it's just the. Yeah. It's it's just how it goes. That'll be really it interesting. Finally, finally comes true. But that'll be yeah. really interesting. Let's see. So nothing Still on nothing. Orlando Brown. Nothing on Rogers details. Sheesh. I did see something about. It's Trey Wingo who broke the news, ex-ESPN uh, analyst. I don't believe yeah. he's with ESPN anymore. Yeah, he's his own thing. Um, but, yeah, Trey Wingo. I remember watching him growing up all the time. Hearing Rogers to the Jets is done. So, Jeez, and then I'm hearing – I'm also hearing in the same breath, reporting on NFL Network that nothing has happened as of now between Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. And that <laughs> just came out and said, I wish it did. I wish something had happened, but nothing has happened. So it looks like we'll have an answer for you guys next week because this oh, it'll probably go crap. back and forth like this for another couple hours, if not days. So, man, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, good good free agency coverage, good spitballing at the end there to cover the, yeah. the contracts we missed. Sorry we couldn't get you guys a final Rogers update there, but uh, it is what it is. But if it is true, Jordan Love and the Packers, playoffs? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for hanging with us. We will get you guys with these updates next week, and we will finally begin draft talk season, Best time, the best time of year, fav, favorite time of year. So we will catch you guys then. Yep, Kurt and Bob signing off. Peace.